Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, which is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Nia Lewis. In this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. This poet was a huge figure in the Harlem Renaissance, so it's time to get lit with County Cullen. County Leroy Potter was born on May 30th, 1903. Historians weren't actually able to pinpoint exactly where he was born due to the lack of records of his early childhood. Colin would say that he's from New York, but on legal applications, he would put Louisville, Kentucky as his birthplace. When Colin was about nine, his grandmother brought him to Harlem and raised him until she passed away in 1917. Reverend Frederick A. Cullen, pastor of Salem Methodist Episcopal Church, which was Harlem's largest congregation, and his wife adopted County Cullen when he was 15. Reverend Frederick A. Cullen was a huge figure in Cullen's life and really became a father to him, hence why he changed his last name from Potter to Cullen. Frederick Cullen became the president of the Harlem chapter of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, also known as the NAACP. Cullen went to DeWitt Clinton High School in the Bronx. He excelled academically in school. He was elected into the Honor Society, became editor of the school's newspaper, and was elected vice president of his graduating class. At this time, he also really started getting into poetry. He even won the citywide poetry contest. In 1922, he graduated with honors in Latin, Greek, French, and mathematics. He furthered his education by attending New York University. This is where his writing really, really thrived. In 1923, he won second in the Witter Binner Undergraduate Poetry Contest, which was sponsored by the Poetry Society of America for his poem, A Ballad of the Brown Girl. During this time, he also published his poetry in many periodicals like Harper, Crisis, and Poetry, and he really earned a national reputation through this. He entered the Witter-Binner contest the following year and won second again, but in 1925, he won the poetry contest. But here's the really, really cool part. Colin entered a contest that was sponsored by the periodical The Opportunity and came second with his poem to the one who say me nay. But the really cool part is that he competed against Langston Hughes for his poem, Weary Blues. And I think it's so crazy to know that two of the most influential poets of the Harlem Renaissance were competing against each other in a contest. In 1925, Colin went on to continue his education by entering the English master's program at Harvard. During this time, he published his first poetry collection, Color. Color had a very traditional style and it explored black beauty and the effects of racism. His most famous poems, Heritage and Incident, were in this collection. His poem, Yet Do I Marvel, was about racial identity and injustice, and it showed the literary influence of William Woodsworth and William Blake, and its subject was far from the world of the romantic sonnets. Colin accepted that there is a God, and God is good, well-meaning, kind, but he kind of finds a contradiction in his own plight in a racist society. He is black and a poet. Colin's poetry collection, Color, was a trademark of the Harlem Renaissance. He graduated with a master's degree in 1926. He went on to publish several more poetry collections, including On These I Stand, an anthology of the best poems of County Colin, published in 1947, The Book Christ and Other Poems, published in 1929, and Copper Sun, published in 1927. 
1928, he was awarded the Guggenheim Fellowship to write poems in France, and he also married Nia Yolande Du Bois, the daughter of W.E.B. Du Bois, who was an acknowledged leader of the African-American intellectual community. Collins was very famous in both black and white cultures, and this caused him to develop an aesthetic that embraced both cultures. He believed that art transcended race and that it was also a vehicle to minimize distance. The poet Major Jackson writes, Colin was celebrated as the golden exemplar of a campaign of black political and cultural leaders who sought to engineer a new image of black people in America. Yet, he was also targeted as an esteet and he expressed his desire to be read as a poet and not a Negro poet, was increasingly condemned as a representative of black aristocratic self-hatred and worse, a vile longing to be white. Cullen taught in New York City public schools for 12 years beginning in 1934. He died on January 9, 1946. Let's dive into his poem that will be featured in our Getlin anthology entitled Fruit of the Flower. This poem is about a son's relationship between his father and his mother. His mother is very religious and this kind of affects the way that she looks at her son. So here's County Cullen's poem, Fruit of the Flower. My father's a quiet man, with sober, steady ways, or simile a folded fan. His nights are like his days, my mother's life is Puritan. No hint of cavalier, a pool so calm you're sure it can have a little depth to fear. And yet, my father's eyes can boast how full his life has been. There haunts them yet the lankered ghost of still some sacred sin. I've seen a bit of checkered sud set all her flesh a-quiver. Why should he deem it pure mischance a son of his is fain to do a naked tribal dance every time he hears the rain? Why should she think it's devil's art that all my songs should be of love and lover's broken heart and wild sweet agony? Who plants a seed begets a bud astract from that same root. Why marvel? at the hectic blood that flushes this wild fruit. This poem makes me feel like really sad because, you know, with knowing that Colin didn't have a relationship with his parents and having this poem really show a longing of wanting to feel wanted by someone who's supposed to love and care for you and they're not getting that is kind of showing what Colin felt in his childhood. So it kind of makes me really, really sad knowing Colin's background, and then reading this poem. So thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on All Things County Colon, and make sure that you share this podcast with your friends and family members, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye! Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast is produced by Samuel Curtis, executive produced by Diane Luby Lane, and engineered by Peter Davis. This episode was researched, written, and edited by me, Nia Lewis, alongside Bridget Yang. Lucas Lane is our digital editor, and our editorial advisors are Kelly Grace Thomas and Colleen Hamilton. Special thanks to the entire Get Lit staff and donors who made this work possible, the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to all students of life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more of our episodes, this podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts and on our website, getlit.org. That is G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G.